Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I think you're just finding ways to rub it in. Maybe I might have been. Jay? Jay? Uh, there's a boat here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Snickers ice cream bars. Mm-hmm. Welcome to sports. I just always say the last thing I ate. <laughs> the podcast that ends with a question mark and starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hey, guys. What's going on? The cage today. Uh, this is Neil in Dallas, Texas. Um, I fell off uh, one of those motorized stupid Uber scooters over the weekend and broke my elbow. Oh, no. Um, and I just saw Katie on Instagram give us like play by play throughout the uh, early afternoon games. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't a question. I just want her to do it like every Sunday from here on out. Same. So, that's it. Um, motorized scooters in, in uh, large places. Your thoughts. <laughs> we can go with that. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Nina. Thank you for your question, Neil. Sorry about your elbow, buddy. That sounds painful. Yeah. Is that one of those ones that really hurts, breaking an elbow? Like, you know, there's dislocating your shoulder. That's supposedly very painful. Breaking a collarbone. I feel like breaking an elbow, yikes. Yeah. It's a lot happening. I don't even know what an elbow looks like. Is what? it just a ball and socket? Oh, oh. I like, see. there's no ball. So how do you break it? Which bone did you? We don't have to get into it. We're not doctors, famously. <laughs> uh, so I guess the question was. Motorized scooters. In large places. Your thoughts. I go rode one one time. Congrats. A couple weeks wow. ago. Wow. And I, quite frankly, Neil, I don't know how you fell off. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is called salting the elbow. The whole time I was like, there should be an athleticism requirement for people who are riding these. Did so you you're just saying scooter that shame him? Yes. I you're did, saying yeah. it was difficult. No, not for me, but like. I could see how... You just said I have no idea how he fell off? I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. But seriously, though, I could see how... An old person. I could see how they're kind of dangerous. Yeah. And people aren't wearing helmets. Right. And you can go... How fast? Pretty quick. 15? I, ugh, I'm really bad at that. I don't Didn't know. Julio Jones top out at like 20 miles per hour during one of his touchdowns this weekend? I saw yeah. a headline and I didn't <laughs> check, fact check it. I was just like, gonna take that as fact. All right. So you're saying that they're dangerous. I mean, I think they're great because walking sucks mm. so anytime that i can be sitting or like not moving beyond just like a turn of the wrist mm. i i appreciate that very much i just wish people would stop leaving them outside the entrance to my apartment really we have them in hoboken you can just you know they're the ones you ride and they're not uber i'm pretty sure they're like lime or one of those other companies yeah you can ride it and then when you're done you just drop it but people seem to be taking that really literally like yeah, you just drop it, but you don't have to just drop it. You can, you know, move it off to the side ah. of the sidewalk and drop it. Yeah. People seem to think I'm supposed to just drop it. And then it's just like it's impeding the entrance to a. I sound like I get off my lawn. I don't have a lawn, quite frankly. Get out of the foyer of my apartment. Yeah, there's a narrow space. Between yeah, get out of that tiny your space. Uber and right. walk into the door. Hey, and I'd like that space to be cleared. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Uh, as for the other stuff you were talking about, Neil, thank you for saying that because I'm getting mixed reviews on those Instagram stories. I'm not really sure uh, what I'm doing. Some people seem to really love them. One guy replied to each one of them telling me how ugly I was, which I'm like, but you kept watching. So, huh. so not that ugly. <laughs> Feel me? Uh, he's blocked now. It's fine. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I do. I did want to talk about. I'm going to kind of use this to segue into friendly banter. So let's let them know where they can call us. Uh, if you want to. Oh my gosh, I wasn't ready. Leave out the voicemail. What? I just, I thought we were going to talk about it more. I just said we're going to segue. I know. Segue it into, just caught me. It caught me off guard. Ashley's not feeling well today, so we're going to let it slide. But if you want to, it's coming. Leave us a voicemail. Sure. It's 860-506-5571. Hi. 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 How are sorry, you? I'm okay. How are you? Thanks for asking. Oh, sorry. The cage. Are we in? Everything out of so it. so confusing right now. Yikes! <laughs> We're in a new configuration. It's the same one as last week, but it's still new in terms of our of it being the norm. In, in that Jay is sitting in someone a else's office. But he, Mike Greenberg, specifically. <laughs> sorry, Mike, if but you're listening. We, but he, like, Ashley, can, can you see him through the window? Uh, He's very far away. No, there's a computer screen in the way, but I think if we moved it, we might be able to. Right. It's Pablo's computer screen. No, I just I'm, the good. answer could have been no. You guys didn't. I didn't say please make sure you can see each other. <laughs> anyway, he's very far away. We're very far away. We're also joined by Travis today. He's helping us record. He's in Bristol, so it's a whole thing. Anyway, friendly banter. The reason I segued out of that voicemail so fast is because I wanted to discuss this concept that I've discovered since sharing my Sundays on Instagram. Mm-hmm. People. Hypothesis. I will, I'm putting forward a hypothesis. Going outside is overrated. Okay. The world seems to have this obsession with like, did you stay in your apartment all day? And I'm like, yeah. And I don't understand how we're not seeing eye to eye on that. You in the world? Yeah. I think it's weird how much we put this innate value on exiting your apartment. That maybe made sense decades ago when in order to eat or have human contact, you'd have to leave your apartment. Mm -hmm. Now you can do all of that in your house. Like I can talk to tons of people all day without leaving my apartment. Mm -hmm. I can get meals without leaving my apartment. I can do anything I could do outside, inside. But there's this, it's like this residual, like, oh my God, that is so sad. You didn't leave your apartment all day that I'm like, I don't think we should still be doing that. Correct I, me if I'm wrong. I agree and disagree. I don't think that there's a shame in staying in your apartment. I feel I actually, no shame. I randomly also was going to text you this at three o'clock in the morning the other night. I was thinking about how you said like some of your friends were like making you feel bad for doing this Instagram stuff. Mm. And really, to me, I, I had this realization that was like... If you're by yourself watching the game, there are a lot of people alone watching the games. Right. And you doing this makes them feel like they're watching it with you. And all of a sudden you're in this community and you're watching the game together. Right. And that's like a very – it's – it's it's watching the game with people. Yeah. Just not having to be with people. Exactly. It's like playing video games with your friends and talking to them and you're not – you're hanging out with your friends but you don't have to hang out with your friends. Yeah. So really you're helping other people feel less lonely. I don't know if so I go that – can... I don't know if I go that far. Well, I think so. But so this also made me think of this Buffalo Wild Wings commercial that I saw last night. So it says like, are you watching football alone? Which I was like, oh, Jesus. Yes. Why? It was like, hey, Katie. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it was like, what are you going to do? High five yourself too. And it showed the guy high five himself. And then it goes, come on down to Buffalo Wild Wings and perfect that two-person high five. And what's the implication there? That I'm going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings and make friends there? <laughs> I think yes. I yeah. could not disagree more with like, why would I be home alone when I could be surrounded by strangers in public? But if that is somebody's 
ad campaign. <laughs> Don't sit at home alone because you won't have anyone to high five? Question mark. Definitely come to Buffalo Wild Wings where a bunch of strangers are drunk and high five them. That's an upgrade. They didn't even say, like, come eat wings. They're good. We don't deliver. That's your sales pitch. <laughs> I was baffled, and I just think there's this thing about people being like, whoa, did you not leave your couch all day? First of all, it's my job to watch football, and when it's on all day, and I can get food delivered, and I can talk to people on my phone, I don't – why would I leave? But it just – I don't know. I just think that the world is so, like – when I gave that GQ interview forever ago, I know I'm in a different mental space than other people. But like I said to to Clay, who was interviewing me, that there he was like, at, at your worst, what, how long did you go without leaving the house? And I was like, I don't know, a week. And I was lying. It was probably two. But I said a week. And he was like, <gasps> like taken aback that I didn't leave my house for a week. And I just am like, I don't know. Is that as because you're even now looking at me like that's really sad. No, we've. I mean, we've talked about it before. I think I'm. Uh, I obviously operate from a, a, a like mental health issue viewpoint where I'm like I could see somebody not wanting to leave the house for a week, uh, but I just can't tell if I'm crazy or if the, if I have a point that like, yeah, leaving the house is a little bit overvalued if you don't have a kid, right? Like you got to get the kid out. It's got it's got a play. But it's. Just, I think it's the same. That's the same mentality. Like, why does the kid have to get the out? The kid needs to see what the world looks like. The kid doesn't know what the world looks like. So I, think, I do. Yeah. I don't like the way it looks. I, I stay in my house. <laughs> I, I, I think there are, you said, like, you, you can do anything outside. You can do anything inside that you could do outside. And I don't agree with that. I think there are a lot of your favorite things that you can do. Not just you, but, like, a lot of people. Proverbial you. Right. You can do from inside your apartment or house or whatever, but there's a lot of other things that would cause you to like step away from your favorite things that you're used to and like try different experiences, like heroin. I have to leave the house to do heroin, like escape rooms. You know, you can't escape Escape rooms are like the funniest example because it's all about being stuck inside and not able to get out. You're like definitely leave your apartment to go get to stuck in someone else's room to get locked in someone else's room. No, but you know what I mean. I know. I know. I get Plays it, but just, museums right, but if on a out, Sunday, if outside, you spend one Sunday inside, it's not that big of a deal. There's a lot of, well, I, every Sunday, if you spend every football <laughs> Sunday inside, I still am like, what do you mean that's crazy? I spend most Saturday, Sunday, I barely leave my apartment and that's by design. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm overstimulated by the world Monday through Friday. Saturday, Sunday is me time that I don't have to go anywhere, but it's so, I think it's so weird how passionately people are like. Yo, you didn't leave today? What the fuck is leaving? What do I get by leaving? Yeah, I agree. Honestly. Half. Half. Well, I think it's it's probably... Everyone's different, well, obviously. I just it's didn't, especially I, different for you because you have to be on all the time. And we've talked about this, not just when you're on camera, but like when you're interacting with other people who expect a certain thing from you, like... You sex you all the time, <laughs> but like you can't be a, a jackass uh, to somebody. Yeah, like whether it's a stranger or like another person in our office, because then all of a sudden that starts this rumor, and then you know, they may have a Reddit thread about it. And blah blah. Wow, blah, blah, what blah. have you been reading? But like, <laughs> so you just constantly have to like you can't Smiling turn and, off. Yeah, yeah. And, no, I know. And it's that's a time for you to be able to just blah. Yeah, I and blah the shit yeah, weekends. Yeah, it's. I just stop shaming people for sitting inside. If it, I mean, there is a, a point it'll reach, like when it gets to a week or two weeks, that maybe they should be talking to somebody about what's going on in their brain. But when it's two days or a day, like a day of watching football, people are like, "You didn't move from your couch." Like, no, I didn't. And let's not 
make people feel bad about that. Yeah, I agree with that. Something they love is on television for one day. Thursday night football doesn't count. Those games are always trash. And Monday <laughs> so night football bad. is my favorite, but I have to be at work on Mondays. So, like, I could sit all day and watch my favorite thing on TV for 17 weeks plus the postseason. Like, there, you know what I mean? Like, there's only a short amount of time I can do that. Let's move on to the podcast because I've been talking for a very long time. Official Potter Show business. How are you? Did you have any bantering? <laughs> You're sick. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not feeling great. Yeah. But it's okay. We're going to be fine. It's, it's on the, don't leave the house. On the up and up. Right. I hope. Maybe. Right. That's not what on the up and up means. You know. It's, I'm being optimistic. On the up and up is like it's everything is going the way. It doesn't mean it's on the upswing. I you, think you're thinking on the upswing. Katie didn't come to family dinner last night. All right. I didn't. And here's why. Well, actually, the we specific reason why we don't why. have to talk about. But the... um. I just wanted, I felt like everyone should know. What did you do during after you ate dinner during the game that I would have been there for? What'd you do? I laid in bed and started feeling really sick and fell asleep. For you were in and out. Of I sleep. was in and out of a, right. Yeah, so of a had haze. I been at family dinner, <laughs> would it have worked out? Here's the thing, though: we didn't know. That. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> but we knew a different thing, which is why I didn't want to come. And it ended up working out. So why bring it up? Because I got a couple DMs that were like, uh, "You should leave your house to go to family dinner." Ashley's waiting for you. Yeah. It's okay. It, 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 you know what? It's Ashley. on the up and up. <laughs> it's on, everything's on the up and up. You've got two dogs, a kid, a husband, and it was your game that night. That's a lot of stimuli for an overstimulated person. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go because I don't want to be a jerk to a baby. He's and a I can't boy. control it. Yeah, somebody might write a Reddit thread about it or whatever. <laughs> Austin Me. Will. Okay, yeah. official Potter Show business. Just so you guys know, we're from here on out, unless this is changing, make eye contact with me. This is how it goes, right? Correct. Uh, we're going to record the podcast on Mondays now. We're going to release it on Tuesdays. Unless we can get to a point where we can release it Monday afternoon. No pressure, oh, that Travis. would be great. Yeah, yeah, Travis, get on that. Um, so maybe <laughs> you'll be getting them on Mondays, maybe Tuesdays. But I know we used to be Thursdays or Fridays, so this is just an update that they're going to be earlier now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so change your whole life. Change your whole life. Somebody named their dog, I believe, after the day we release our podcast, Thursday. So I'm a, I'm sorry to you. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if they were being serious, but they named their dog after... And they were like, and then you started releasing on Friday, or maybe it was like a Wednesday, whatever. They named their dog after the day we used to release the podcast, and now we've changed it. So, good Monday. Bo- good boy. <laughs> uh, okay, today on the podcast, we're going to do NFL news in the first half, and then um, all the other news, like college football, uh, baseball, that's just beard news, essentially, um, and what other sports on the back end. Hockey, but actually we just found out that no hockey. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> Lots of good stuff. Stay and then tuned. Jay, was it Jay that put in the uh, sex story of the week? I did, yeah. Well, what's the, he- what was the thing? <laughs> Not the me. sex story? What's the uh, what's erotic news of the week? That'll be, if we have time, <laughs> I guess last week was KFC, and this week is something else. So we're going to get, if we have time, to erotic news of the week. So look forward to that. But before we get to all those things I just said, today's podcast is brought to you by Quip. So Ashley, how would you like me to tell the people about Quip? Can you tell us about Quip as if you were your mother, Hammy <laughs> Nolan? Okay, so she's a uh, she's got, it's got to be her leaving me a voicemail because that's how I communicate with my mother now. <laughs> Hello, it's me, your mother. Remember me? I'm just grocery shopping, which you know I hate. So I thought I'd call you, my daughter, my daughter. And let you know that simplify the morning and evenings now with a simpler electric toothbrush from Quip. I love that name. It's just Quip. 
timed sonic vibrations cover the basics of every part of your mouth and just take two minutes twice a day. You think you can manage that, honey? Two minutes twice a day? You could also spend calling your mother. The mirror mount puts brushing front and center in your bathroom and you'll remember to bookend the day using your new brush. She kind of sounds like Joan Rivers right now. (laughs) And that lightweight, compact design means you can bring it along with you on those last summer weekend getaways. Are you coming down the Cape? Your cousin's coming. She made time. She also has a job. Okay. No, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Did you tell your father? He's not going to be thrilled. Did you send him a birthday gift yet? No? Well, your brother did. Your brother did. Anyway, uh, Quip has a two-minute, uh, built-in two-minute timer, which pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides. So you'll say it nags you. And, uh, and it helps you clean your whole mouth evenly. And it's multi-use cover works at, uh, as a stand. It mounts to mirrors. It slides over your bristles to pack and protect your quip on the go. Plus, no wires. You hate a wire. Uh, no clunky charges. It just runs for three months on a single charge because you'll forget to plug it in anyway. Uh, I love it. And your father loves it. I finally got your father to buy a quip. And he was like, what what's the promo code and i was like you don't you listen to the podcast <laughs> and he was like oh and then I, he's in the basement your father you know uh you know it just it's just 25 dollars. and i read that article about how much you make so you can afford it <laughs> just go to getquip.com slash nolan right now i think it should be leone that's her name her name <laughs> yeah uh, you can get your first refill pack for free. If it's free, it's for me. That's your first <laughs> refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Nolan. So call me back. <laughs> All right. I got to go. I got to go. I'm at Star Market. They're having a special on cold cuts, which I know you hate, but you don't live with me anymore. Goodbye. Hey, Cammie Nolan. Good to hear from Yay. you. Good to hear from you, Cammie. <laughs> Let's talk about football. Football. Starting with Patriots. Uh, What was the line on that game? 18 and a half? Okay, 43 (laughs) (laughs) nothing. The Dolphins, man, they are garbage. They're not great. They're they're not good. (laughs) Did that get boring to watch? Um, Well, we're going to get into it. I would say yes and no. For me... Man, this is the worst part about having a podcast. <laughs> it's the, really the only bad part is when something happens, especially with your team, and you're just like, I'd love to not have to talk about that. But it's your job, so you're like, I have to talk about that. And it's one of those things you have to talk about it correctly, and there's like a proper way to do it. And if you get up, you're rightfully going to hear about it. So you'd love to just avoid it, but it's your team, and you can't. So Antonio Brown scored a touchdown. <laughs> Did the game get boring to watch? So, uh, it didn't get boring as much as it got like, ex- I'm just exhausted with it all. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to act like the big injustice in all of this AB stuff is like me and female sports fans because it isn't. 
It is uh, in any situation with domestic violence, an athlete commits or allegedly commits or rape or anything. Obviously, the injustice is the crime and the alleged victim is the one who's been done wrong and that we should all be thinking about. From my perspective, because that's where I come from, I'm sick. I'm just exhausted with how we handle allegations against athletes on in sports. I didn't need that last part Um, because it's just like we're not learning from the last conversation and I get really frustrated at doing the same things over and over again and I feel like there's still this uh, like passionately outspoken group of people or this mindset that it is pervasive of like false accusers, false accusers. And their whole thing is like, first of all, when the news came out about Antonio Brown, that he was being accused of rape by a former trainer of his, um, there was a lot of like, Ooh, convenient timing, which I, as a, as a fan of logic, just explain that to me. I don't understand what that means. How is it ever convenient timing? What I think what you're implying there is that the woman wants to be famous for being allegedly raped. And I don't I know a lot of people. I don't know anybody that w- would want to be famous for that. Um, convenient timing is. He just lost a bunch of money by leaving the Raiders and going to the Patriots. So I also don't see how that makes sense. Um, I think we've been screaming for a million years that like when situations like this, every victim is different. The way they handle it, the way they react to it, how long it takes them to process, whether or not they want to tell anyone, how long it takes them to decide if they want to tell anyone. Factors that can change someone's mind from I'm not going to tell anybody to like oh, I think I have to get out there and let people know. And I think we just continue to treat this like if you don't, the second you are attacked, go to the cops and the cops have to handle it perfect. Like everything has to go right in order for it to fit the bill of what this collective mindset on the internet thinks is how rape is reported or domestic violence is reported. And like every nothing's ever going to go exactly how you think it should. I don't know. I'm just really upset. I've been watching that Netflix show called Unbelievable, and it's I want to recommend it, but I also want to say it's really hard to watch, but it's just about how the legal system in this country handles allegations like this of rape and specifically, but it also would probably be applicable to domestic violence. And I just think that this is like we don't talk about it right. uh, And then I have to and I don't want to talk about it at all because I see Antonio Brown get a touchdown and I'm 10 percent thrilled. Right. That he got a touchdown because that's my team and I want them to get touchdowns. But then I'm like majority. I'm like 40 percent mad because I immediately start thinking about this, about like someone's going to tweet something or the conversation's going to switch to like celebrating him and no one's going to give a shit about the stuff. And then I'm annoyed that I'm like 25 percent of me is annoyed that I'm like, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to remind people that, you know, everybody handles things differently and that. No, a false accuser. You can't make the you cannot make the point that an, like a, that woman's going to ruin his life when like two days after the accusation came out, he's playing football on one of the most popular teams in the league. 
if it didn't ruin his life before we've even proven if it's true or not true, how how would the accusation ruin his life further? It doesn't make sense. That doesn't add up to me. Her name is out there in the press. People are talking about her. Nobody has any former knowledge of her as a person. So it's going to ruin anyone's life when she falsely accuses someone. It'll be hers. That seems logical to me. No? No, yeah. I was just waiting for you to say anything. I've been talking for a long time and it's really tough to do. Vaguely. It just, I don't. And then the rest of me is jealous of people who just get to ignore it. Of people who just get to be like, I watch sports for the sports. Like, I would love to watch sports for the sports. I would. It just feels so icky when you're like, that's our guy. Who, yeah. who, like, these allegations just came out. I was on, and I, look, I was on his side for a lot of the shit that happened in Oakland, shit that happened in Pittsburgh. I was like, I think everyone's saying this guy's a diva, but. It's just like a self-fulfilling prophecy. They're saying it, so then everything he does, they're like, that fits the mold. And no one's giving him a chance to prove that he's different. And then these allegations came out. I read the text messages. I don't know if he's guilty or not. I don't like what I read in those texts from him. And I have my own opinion, which I'm entitled to, and I'm not going to share here because I'm not trying to tell anybody what I think did or didn't happen. But I know how I feel. And then I watch him score a touchdown, and I, I, I see the world have this conversation about, like, Take that haters or I see him described as like as like embattled wide receiver. And it's just like, yeah, those the things from before I went into a cryogenic chamber without any shoes. I might have conned my way off the Raiders onto the Patriots. That all is separate from this new thing. And it's really easy to treat it like, man, he's got a lot going on that Antonio Brown. But it, it we got to be more careful with the new thing. And I would love to not talk about it. And I would really love if people who also don't feel qualified to talk about it would not talk about it. But we got to also stop. We are not a court of law. So innocent until proven guilty is a thing that is is in our court of law. We are not in that. Somebody expressed it really well on the Internet right after the allegations came out, which where we have to, in this situation as the public, assume the innocence of the accused and assume the validity of the accuser. And someone was like, you can't do both. It's like, yes, we're not a court of law. So yes, we can. You can assume he's innocent and you can assume that she's not lying. You just have to have that duality before we get to what happened, before we figured out, before it's decided. You can't be like, prove it, bitch, when somebody says, hey, this happened to me. Because that's what keeps people from saying, hey, this happened to me. And that's what makes somebody wait even a week to say, hey, this is what happened to me. And then a week later when they say, hey, this is what happened with me to me, you're like, why'd you wait a week? Well, I waited a week because you yelled at the last girl who said something. And it, it adds and it adds and it adds. And I'm just so sad about it. I feel like we're not making progress. And I feel like we should be smarter than this by now. And I'm going to stop talking about it now because I don't want to. And I already know I've been f- up because I'm going out of order because it's just jumbled in my head. But I just I think the safest thing if you've got a computer and a, and fingers and a keyboard is like don't use it to say something. Use it to learn something. Google about it. Read about it. You don't have to log on and let the world know that you think she's a liar right away. Because like if she's not sure you can delete the tweet and you're good but like you've done damage. To someone somewhere. And just knowing that is like, why say anything? Please stop saying anything. That's all. What? 
I just I think innocent until proven guilty goes both ways. Like assume that she's not guilty of lying until she is proven guilty of lying. That's that's how you can assume both. Assume he's innocent. Assume she's innocent. And then let the court define the answer. I don't know what I wanted the Patriots to do. I don't know. I think I want. I I was thinking they were going to put him on the commissioner's exempt list. I I mostly am worried that it feels like because of all the prior like media storm around AB, this new thing is going to get kind of lost in that. Supposedly, there's an investigation that's going to start today with the alleged victim, and so we will keep an eye on that and keep you posted. I am sorry if I'm not the beacon of. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not doing this justice. I just am. It's been a, we do this at least once a season. And then everybody looks at, I get my mentions full of like thoughts, question mark, question mark. And it's like, my thought is like, go to ask someone else. Not today. I'm, I'm too tired to have to speak for all women and also have to speak for all men who don't know how to speak on it. And also it's just like, guys, just be smart, just be smart. And it's always okay to not say something. That's all I'll say. All that and the forty-five minutes. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Dolphins, though, um, um, the line on their next game next week against the Cowboys is what now? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. The Cowboys are favored by twenty-one points. So, how much of that is because the? I think it's the Dolphins being that bad. That I don't uh, because the Cowboys look pretty good. I, I mean, they're know. a Dak is a real it thing. Makes me nervous. How Why? good they look. Because yeah. they're in the NFC East. Are they? Tell me more. Yes. Well, they're currently on, t- on top of the NFC East, which is even worse. Yeah, so let's talk about the Eagles game. Well, I thought we were just into the Cow- – we we're in- getting into the Cowboys, so we'll just stay there for a minute. No, uh, I, I think we should talk about Jason the Eagles. Jason Witten scored again. He sure did. 69, 70, 70 now. which yeah. is a bummer. I, I would have done I would you, then. Yeah, I think you should have done one and done. Um That's all about the Cowboys. No, come on. <laughs> let's go on Adrian to the- Peterson. Is a is a he guy scored another rushing touchdown. He just passed Jim Brown. Okay, so now he's the fifth all time. Great, which is wow. That's he's coming up on not Dallas I'm, famously, but I but good. Walter Payton, same game. Yeah, same game. You're right. Cowboys, You're right. Cowboys, Washington. Yeah, yeah. How uh, many until he beats Walter Payton? Three. It's crazy. One, two, three more. Yeah, yeah. So one, two, three. One, two, Let's three, talk one, about two, them. Three, Eagles he ties. One, two, three. He ties. So four more to pass. Walter, Got Walter it. Well, I don't think we need to break down the math. So that Eagles game last night, where they lost to. By the way, it's Monday here, so um, I know you're going to hear this, this is on very Tuesday. Fresh. Yeah, it just happened. Some so us. they lost to the Falcons, twenty-four twenty. Yep. Shagirl started Alshon Jeffrey. You know who didn't? Your team. <laughs> Where was he? Well, he and pretty much everyone else on the team got hurt. Tim Deshaun, Jernigan, Deshaun Jackson, yeah. Corey Clement, Dallas Goddard, Alshon Jeffrey, Carson Wentz at one point, Nelson Algar at one point, Sidney Jones, Jason Kelsey, and Jason Peters all at least got looked at for some sort of injury. Carson Wentz went into the, the concussion, concussion tent. Protocol. So did Jason Kelsey. After Kelsey went to the wrong bench. <laughs> He went to the right bench, and they were like, while you're here, let's pop you in this tent. And then he got... And then they're like, you're good. I don't know, though. <laughs> they, they cleared him. Famously, uh, if you don't know where you are, like, bench-wise... It's not great. I feel like being let's, cleared... Let's be fair. ...is questionable, Ashley. The Falcons and the Eagles are very similar-looking birds. It's hard. That's true. The to colors, tell them apart. though, very different. I really liked the white jerseys, white pants look that yeah. uh, 
Philly was sporting. Me too, until you could see all the poop in their pants because they lost. Okay, that was, a, was an angle we didn't 24 need to 20. It was, listen, it wasn't great. It didn't feel good. It's just two weeks in a row that they've had a really crap, no pun intended, for first half. <laughs> Carson Wentz's passer rating was 6.2. Is that time. bad? It's not. Is that bad? It's not the best. Is the, that bad? The best is in the hundreds. So uh, the six. Without not a, good, a you're couple saying? numbers in front of it. Is that a great. mistake with the decimal point? Uh, even if it was 62, that's not great. No, still not good. <laughs> even if you moved it like the tip. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Not ideal. What, uh, what, uh, was I gonna say is actually the question I wanted to ask. <laughs> I think you were just finding ways to rub it in. Maybe I might have been. Jay? Jay? Uh, there's a boat here. <laughs> I thought that it is, was a that sound. Is not I thought a, that you pulled out an I air was like, horn. That's not, that's not like a rub it in sound effect. Like, Hello and welcome to Around the Horn. Uh, <laughs> you are no currently around the horn. He said, uh, so there's a boat here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have any thoughts. So, no, that's okay. I don't, think, done we were, I don't think we were asking you for thoughts. I think we don't want to know what the hell that was. Yeah. Um, boat, boat here. No, I, I sent out a tweet about Alsha, I mean about um, Nelson Aguilar, and you, your fans were just like annoying as hell. Well, yeah. Because all I said was like, oh, vintage Aguilar, because he dropped on that drop. on a crucial pass. Just meaning that like Aguilar used to drop passes a lot. I know, because I had him on my fantasy team, and I hated him, and then he had bounce back seasons, and then I was annoyed, because I'm like, how dare you? I learned my lesson, and then you changed. <laughs> the opposite of every boyfriend I've ever had. But so, like, that happened, and people got really mad at me. Those fans, your fans disappointed me this week, and then Pittsburgh fans disappointed me this week. Because Juju... Oh. Well, let's not say all Pittsburgh fans. No, I saw a couple... I saw a couple, a small faction of them, yeah, that are that are now mad at Juju Smith Schuster, famously, because you might think he's that other Juju from the league, um, that he went out after the loss, and went oh, to and like put a, it on Instagram. He went to like yeah. some part, some like Concert? thing where he was like a on stage. He was doing stuff. It's really hard to describe. Grand champagne. Like, he was yeah, like I a thought YouTuber, I saw him. Do, right. Yeah, I thought I saw him doing that. Um, not rock'em sock'em. The um. American Gladiator. I watched it really quickly. It looked like he had those puffy things on the. Why are you looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about? When I know you do. Like a Q-tip, highly like a Q-tip, but with big. Yeah, yeah, I know you know. (laughs) I don't feel good either. Here's the thing: people on Twitter, I think, obviously represent the worst of the fans. Yeah, sure. It's easy to say that, just like we used to say. Everybody on Twitter is like living in their mom's basement. But at some point, we have to acknowledge, like, no, no, they're people. These are what people think, and they're giving the given the opportunity to say what they think, and they choose that. It just feels like Pittsburgh. uh, They were mad at AB, and when they were mad at AB, they were comparing him to Juju and being like, "We'd rather have Juju anyway." And like Juju made that his thing. He went to things and like jokingly like was like chiding AB or right. saying that he's better and yada yada. Now Juju's going to see that like you're the only guy, so now they're picking on you. Cuz it's not that's Dante Moncrief, not a guy on the Steelers. Dante Moncrief. Dante Mon- Boy. Dante Moncrief. He looked like vintage Nelson Aguilar. He uh, <laughs> sure did. he didn't well do said, the the, the press catching. availability. Oh really? He left. I missed that. He didn't want to talk. A bunch of guys did that this week. Yeah. Uh Jaylen he Ramsey. did it. Jalen Ramsey did it. Um, someone else. Oh, uh, Adam Vinatieri also didn't make himself available oh, to the yeah. press. Oh, let's check. check and there's a fourth. <laughs> since we've been there's Antonio a Brown. fourth guy who. Oh, Antonio Brown, famously. Yeah. Yep. And it just seems like the. I saw somebody tweet the NFL was going to investigate what's up with like 
one of them specifically not making themselves available. And uh, it's kind of like, seems like they might have an issue on their hands. Like, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I know that's like a played out joke, but there was a reason for that because you used to get fined if you didn't make yourself available. You right. have to, It's part of your job. So it seems like they got to get a handle on that. And they also need to get a handle on holding penalties. They're... New Orleans, another blown call for New Orleans, which was a real bummer. Yeah. That was on a Fox broadcast. Shout out to Mike Pereira, who I love that guy so much. I met him at a party when I first started at Fox, and he, like, found my jacket for me. He's just such, like, a nice guy. That's lovely. Thank you. But shout out to him because he went on the broadcast and was like, that was the wrong call by a lot. That refs are taught don't blow the ball dead because what happened was they found that the penalty, whatever it was – it was a Cameron Jordan had picked up a fumble yeah. and returned it. Right. And they called it an incomplete pass. And so they blew the whistle on Which his you're return. not supposed to do. Right. Because if you, because if you blow it dead, they, you have to pull back the touchdown. You can still give them the fumble recovery, but you, they can't have scored the touchdown because you blew exactly it dead. What happened. And that's what happened. So, uh, obviously Saints fans not loving refs recently right <laughs> really not going well for them unfortunate for the refs that it keeps happening against new orleans but like also unfortunate are drew B- drew Brees's fingers so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so so nasty it, well it turned out it was just his thumb um but in that replay it really i mean it was tough because it was a, obstructed by his face a little but it did look like they all just went liquid and i was not into it <laughs> so he's out for how long six weeks i think I don't know that they were speculating that. There might right. be more updated information. He's out for six weeks. Ben Roethlisberger out for the season. Yep. Who we get instead now? Who's Mason the... Rudolph. Right. Who looked pretty good, actually. Better than a person named Mason Rudolph should look. <laughs> it sounds like a... Nope. Oop. I read some Mason Rudolph headline earlier, and I misread it as Maya Rudolph, and I was like, whoa, that's cool. She's involved in... Oh, nope, nope. That's the nope. Yeah. football guy. Yeah. That's the football guy. That's the football guy. Um, who else? Somebody else is out. That was uh, it, right? Well, not week. Eli Manning. He's still Here, in. I saw an interesting thing from um, from Bamani that made me say, huh, earlier today. Um, people are already being like, Teddy Bridgewater's not the guy. Teddy Bridgewater's not the guy. And it's like, he said something along the lines of, not to misquote him, you can go to his Twitter and check it out. Something along the lines of like, it's interesting and really telling to see what sort of quarterbacks get the benefit of the doubt and which ones don't. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. You really don't have a reason to say Teddy Bridgewater can't do it. He was good. Then he got hurt. And he's been backing him up. And he didn't do much yesterday, but that was against a strong defense. Yeah. So, like, why do we say, like, I don't know, let's see if Nathan Peterman can do it. But with <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, it's like, he don't have it. Like, let's get, I love, I've been rooting for Teddy Bridgewater for a while. It was so sad what happened to him. It was such a bummer. Well, he's got six weeks to prove and it. Now he's gotta, and now he's got to do it. Oh, were you thinking of Sam Darnold out with Mono? Oh, no. Maybe. I didn't know we were still doing mono. <laughs> I mean, I think we'd all prefer not to be. Yeah. I didn't know. It Ideally just feels like no. one of those things that's like, huh? Still? <laughs> Did you ever have mono? No, they thought I was a carrier because I was all, sick all the time. Mm. But you did? I did. I did have point. mono. I did have mono. And school. would you have been able to play a football game? No, I couldn't even play a softball game, and that's not a contact sport. Huh. They're very. It's honestly weird how much people are freaked out about your spleen. A uh, uh, an organ you don't think about every other <laughs> period of your life. I've never been like, oof, my spleen. You just don't think about it. But when you have mono, everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't hug her so hard. She has mono. Her spleen. 
Really? Yes. It's really weird. So the thought, like when people were like, I don't think he couldn't play. Oh my God. The thought of playing football. He could, he can't. I genuinely had no idea mono had anything to do with a spleen. I don't know how it relates. I just know that <laughs> rupturing your spleen is like the biggest concern about mono. Is your spleen necessary, Jay? That's a great question. That I know your I gallbladder is not. Your tonsils are not, Correct. as we both have. Did Learned. you get your adenoids out too? Yeah. I don't think I did, but I don't remember. Huh. I wish I did if I didn't. Who's to say? What is an adenoid? <laughs> you can live without your spleen, um, but you're much more infection prone is what huh. the internet tells us. Okay. Because I was going to say, why don't we just take it out of people when they get mono? But I guess that makes sense. Oh, appendix you also don't need. Right. right. We got all these. You think we're going to get to a point? God, I'm not high, I swear. Do you think we're going to get to a point where the human body's like, all you really need is the heart and the brain? And then cyborg like, Stomach doesn't really stuff? do anything. Livers don't do anything. Lungs. <laughs> Remember when we needed those? And we're all just vaping all the time. It's going to be dope. <laughs> I'm just going to insert jewels as lungs. <sighs> Not flavored ones, though. I'm trying mm. to get less judgmental. Actually, stop guarding all of those. In my older age. <laughs> but I, I really, it's really hard to watch somebody hit a vape or a jewel and be Tell like, me more. dope, love that. Love that for you. I don't know. I'm trying not to be judgmental. I'm not trying to, like, I know it's un, it's very cool to be like, vapes are lame. Um, and I'm trying not to do that. But, like, man, they're so lame. Stop doing it. <laughs> Stop. Especially because, like, I think we have a false sense of security. Just as, like, we just always think, well, they couldn't possibly sell me something that would kill me. And it's like, well. My mom and probably most moms everywhere have this take that, like, anything new to the market, she's like, don't try it. For at least 10 years until they can like do research on it to see if it's going to kill you. I mean, you. while I think that's a little extreme, I do think that like it is hard to say how many side effects a certain like let's say medication could have when that medication yeah. was just invented. There are so many examples of like when cigarettes. She's right. We used to think cigarettes were fine. Smoke them with your baby. And now it's like, whoa, you can't do that. So, I mean, but then you're going through life just waiting when you could be vaping. Like, what? <laughs> just hit that Gosh, jewel and chill, bro. I could be vaping bruh. so much right now. Uh, My jewels. <laughs> uh, were there any other games or things about games that we didn't hit on that are important? Adam Vinatieri might retire. He the didn't field hit was on. on fire. He didn't field goals. Was. Hey, you will show respect to Adam Vinatieri on this podcast, okay? He is the oldest person in the National Football League, <laughs> literally. And so he missed a couple kicks. Uh Oh, did I didn't watch any of the Ravens game. Jay, how did Lamar Jackson do? Oh, that's can a I good say, question. Can was I say he, something? Did he run a bunch? Or, can I say I something? Because I know he's famously he bad through the he air. He did run a bunch, but every take I had about Lamar Jackson was 100% wrong, and I think he's incredible. Let's, I say, let's go deeper game. on that. Deeper on that. I watched me. the whole – so I how had a choice. How wrong were you on a scale there, of 1 to 10? Oh, like a 14. Wow. He is so good yeah. at football. Right. And I really, really like him. Wish you had watched him play before you had that Yeah, take. where'd the take come – what are the origins <laughs> of that take? I don't know. I read like the internet and everybody in the internet mm. is negative. And oh, you know what yeah. I learned today yeah. listening to my friend Katie Nolan talk about how on the internet you should really learn to curb your opinions? Yeah. That's my new take for this podcast as well. Mm. I'm just going to not – Say it, you know, because well, I'm probably wrong. Yeah, but then again, Jay, we do pay you to say it right. Okay, well then I'll say it righter. I think you should unfollow time. whatever racist you got that take from. <laughs> My personal opinion. That already did that. Okay, good. Did do that. Good, good, good. No, there were so many. There were so many. Like whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is that Lamar Jackson is very good at football, and 
He is. And I he, always and he accepts your apology. I think somewhere. I, I hope so. Gosh, Lamar, you're so good. And the Ravens are <laughs> such a fun team to watch. They're really good. They're so good. Are they your team now? I feel like they have to be your team. Oh, that's now. right. I always forget that you're. So Jay, for those who don't know, was a St. Louis Rams fan, and for those who don't know, famously, no, no St. Louis Rams anymore. Yeah, they're gone. F What's those. wrong? I Dude. just took a sip of water right through. Like, <laughs> they gone. They dead. They died. Rest, rest in and peace. he's so anti Stan Kroenke that he doesn't want to root for the LA Rams, which I guess makes sense. And he just, doesn't live in St. Louis anymore, so he doesn't have to pick something geographically close. I, I, the excitement you're feeling for the Ravens does feel like you might be a Ravens fan. Uh, that's interesting. I hadn't considered it, but what had you considered? Well, no. I, so, um, my last take about which team I would like is the whichever team decides to sign Carly Lloyd as their kicker will be the team that I support. Such a different level of woke than that take you had about Lamar Jackson. It's just so interesting. It wasn't a, the Lamar Jackson thing wasn't about wokeness. That's, I know. I, think, I wasn't, I know. I, I know, but I like, I wasn't even, that it didn't go through my brain. It was more like, will he be a good quarterback? Yeah, no, we don't have to I rehash didn't, it. I didn't know. Already, you moved on past But Carly yeah. Lloyd's not getting signed till next season no. if, if. But what if I start liking the Ravens this season and then she goes to play for like the 49ers? Then I have to like the 40, you know what you I mean? You can have it's an AFC and an NFC team. You can also just like, I don't think anyone's going to be like, whoa, didn't you like the Ravens last year? Like you can just. All right. You know what? I think you're for the rest what of the season. You're guys. Go I, ahead. Wait. I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. Woo! Wow, congratulations. I am pulling for them. Ravens suck. <laughs> I love them so much. Well, Jackson, let's see if guy. they accept you. Let's uh, see if yeah, the fan well, base I'm, accepts I you. I do look good in purple, so I feel good about this I pick. think they're already mad at you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, think, I, I like think they're out on much. me. <laughs> I look better in a Vikings purple than a Ravens purple. There is one sad story that we didn't have a chance to talk about yet. What's that? Um, Please don't make me do it. Patrick Mahomes' regression. Oh. This time last season, mm. he had 10 touchdowns. Right. How many he, now? Only seven. Embarrassing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So how does he even disgusting. show his face? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's getting enough publicity mm. in the public conversation. Embarrassment. It's something Shameful. that we should all think about, you know? Yeah. What's he even, what's he even what's doing? He, yeah. What's he even up to? <laughs> seven. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> Embarrassing. He only had four touchdowns in one quarter. <laughs> Wow. Week. What a loser. Yeah, didn't they like, only score in, yeah, the in the second quarter? quarter. Like, yeah. he had Wild. three other quarters he didn't score at all. Yeah, scoring some other at all. quarters. Come like, on, like, there's Patrick. so many quarters in the game. Would you only play one? You only play <laughs> one goodness. quarter? You're supposed to bring it for all the quarters. A full dollar. <laughs> uh, do we care about the fight between Doug Marone and Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, I don't. He was weird. Whenever you see a head coach and a player, but like, go I, at I it. think Jalen Ramsey had a point. It was that he said, like, he didn't catch that. You should challenge it. Uh-huh. And Doug Marone was like, we're not going to challenge it. Didn't that lead to the a field goal? Yeah. Yeah. So I think if I'm John Ramsey, I'm like, one. yeah, I'm like, why didn't you trust me? I told you to challenge it. I don't know. It's tough to say because Doug Marone was asked about it after the game. And he's like, I don't remember. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, come <laughs> on, Doug. Lots happened during the game. I don't really remember what specific. I decided thing to you're go for two when we were like, down what, one, and like, then we lost. So I don't understand that's really what I'm thinking about. Maybe right now. he had a different angle that showed, like, oh, well, there's no camera angle that will show that it didn't that he didn't catch it. That's smart. But then just explain that in your inside voice. <laughs> we don't have to yell at each other. Well, they were outside. I did love the amount of people that were like Doug Marone. Don't mess with him. He's from Diana. Even love her to death, but she was like, he's from the same neighborhood in the Bronx, is it? As my dad, as my father and i know not you don't mess with doug marone it's like well but if you're jalen ramsey <laughs> in the peak of your athleticism a professional football player in his youth you could fight the 60 year old guy who's from the bronx and is real old school tough i think i'd put my money on him yeah i would watch them fight i'm not proud of that 
I'm not proud of that, but I would watch them fight. I keep feeling really insecure that I talked about Antonio Brown for 45 minutes and didn't say any of the right things. Will someone just make me feel a little bit better? You did great. Okay. I don't know. I, I just, it's a scary, what's, what's it's scary. Right thing? I don't know. It's really scary to talk about because you can step on any number of landmines, but I just kind of wanted to be honest with people. I had women in my mentions and my DMs yesterday on Instagram being like, how should I feel? And I answered a bunch of them and were like, I actually don't know how I feel. So it's like, okay to say that. I don't know. I just want everybody to shut. I want everyone to be nice. I want people I, I, to stop. I think everyone should be nice. I think that's a great it? It's an idea we should share with the world. But right. I also think what? that you should continue to be honest yeah. and open and vulnerable, which is what you are. And you're not perfect. No. But like so close, everyone though. can shut up so about close. it. If, they, yeah. if you stepped on one of their landmines, you didn't say anything like you did a really good job. It was it was. Just hold my to hand. You to. don't have to Ooh. say any of that. Just hold my hand. Oh, right. oh you're super sick. I, I am. You're going to need to get some. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's do an ad read, and then we'll get into the other news. <laughs> oh, sanitizer. Did we skip anything in football? I mean, the 49ers might be good, but let's wait a I week was, to see. Yeah, well, what? Jay, we can't hurt Jay's feelings. He's a, he's already worried about having to be a 49ers uh, Yeah, fan what if next. I have to love the 49ers? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird take, <laughs> but we'll just move on. Um, before we get to the rest of the podcast, which, trust me, you want to stick around for, is also brought to you by SeatGeek. So, Ashley, uh, how do you want me to tell the people about Seeky? I keep hearing you and a bunch of other people on our staff discussing this Caroline person. Oh, Caroline oh Calloway! I'm so in. I'm in so deep. I'm in so deep. I'm up to my eyeballs in Caroline Calloway Instagram captions. I can't stop. Okay, did you want to tell the, the people at home who? who? Caroline Calloway <laughs> is an Instagram influencer. She would say the original. And she is a person who writes really long Instagram captions on her Instagram. A couple months ago, she got caught scamming people. She had decided she was going to do this like live tour where she would come around and make you cooked salads, which I still am not clear on what that is. I don't know. <laughs> and they were going to sit on the floor and make things in mason jars. And she got caught charging. Charging like a bunch of money for the tickets without having even booked any venues. And she was like live Instagramming the fact that all these mason jars are being shipped to her tiny studio apartment. And so it just felt like, oh, you actually don't have your shit together when it comes to organizing this event. She asked people who had tickets to the one in, I'm going to get the cities wrong, but like she, they had tickets to one in New York. And she's like, can you guys just all come to the Boston one instead? Like she just asked a lot of her fans and got in trouble for that. So then when that happened, people were all talking about her. That was months ago. And then the most recent chapter of it is that her former friend, slash ghostwriter of her Instagram captions. This is a real thing. Um, she wrote a, a, a piece for The Cut, which is a New Yorker. New York Magazine. New York Magazine. I get those two mixed up all the time. Sorry. Um, she wrote a, an expose about what it was like to be her friend. But a lot of people, that was the first they interacted with this story. So it was Caroline and Natalie just through this girl Natalie's eyes. And a lot of people were like, Natalie sounds full of shit. So I'm Team Caroline, and I'm like, you guys don't know, you haven't been following but Caroline wait, this whole time. Andrea Team Caroline. Andrea is Team Caroline, based off just the article, based off everything else, not just that article. Andrea is not Team Caroline. That's I think so we're both confusing. Team neither of them, but yeah. that's not fun in an internet debate. So you want to pick a side? All I'm saying is Caroline like asked people for drugs very publicly on her Instagram over the weekend, and I was texting Andrea live updates of like, she just asked for coke, she just <laughs> asked for coke, and she says that she's a recovering Adderall addict, but she. She's just going to do coke this time. It's wild. It's so, what did you want me to do? For the ad I think that was Because I've you never heard it. her that talk. Was, and that was an ad for Instagram. So <laughs> I've never heard her talk. Can you, okay, so do the ad read as to what you imagine. And, she, and just, can I just do an Instagram influencer? Sure. 
which isn't too different from like a YouTuber. All right, we'll try this. Okay. <clears throat> Seeky. Hey guys, it's your girl. Uh, so I was just buying tickets to a show and using my favorite app, SeatGeek. And I wanted to ask you guys a question. Do you ever feel like ticketing websites make getting to the event difficult on purpose? Because literally same. Uh, it's like, oh, we're so big, we can get away with not caring about the customer experience. And sorry, but like, that's not how this works. Oh, so, <laughs> Like, how easy could it be? How easy could it be if those ticketing sites, ticketing sites actually cared? With millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee, SeatGeek proves there is a better way. Thank God. But look, don't take my word for it, okay? Go to the app store and see over, I'm not doing enough, um, of this, of the vocal rasp. Sorry. I'll get lower. Don't take my word for it. Go to the app store and see over 50,000 five-star reviews. Too much. Let's okay. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for customer satisfaction AF? <laughs> Here's the sitch. SeatGeek pulls together millions of tickets from all over the web, and then it rates each deal on a scale of 1 to 10. Finally, SeatGeek displays them on this interactive seat map where the green ones are good deals and the red dots are like super overpriced and then every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets with confidence bitch yes <laughs> i have the seeky app on my phone it is by far the fastest and easiest way <laughs> to find tickets in fact i just use the app to buy tickets to um this lecture series hosted by <laughs> caroline calloway um where you can um eat salads that are cooked which is like the next kale but like kale so old and past like it's like the new sweet green except there's not a line so that's what i used it for but look guys you can use it for literally anything like whatever you want like i'm never going to tell you what you should do um and what you should be so like SeatGeek will give you um ten dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase all you have to do uh is use my promo code so download that SeatGeek app today and then use promo code nolan for ten dollars off your first purchase that's promo code n-o-l-a-n for ten dollars off your first purchase love yous (laughs) thanks guys they all have those different you know love you mean it the love you mean it of them Uh, halfway through that i realized a great ad read would be um an a youtube apology Oh my god! Oh. Halfway through, I'm like, "Ooh, should I switch to an apology yes, now?" But we'll no, we'll save it, it for next list. week. Because man, I've watched so many YouTube makeup <laughs> artist apologies that I'm like, I don't even know who this person was five minutes ago. I'm gonna watch this whole 13 minute video. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it because I don't love myself. I started Baker. I started Baker. I know it's Monday afternoon. By the time they hear this podcast, that game will be over. But I started Baker on my fantasy team. I am so impressed at the six touchdowns he threw in the third. Don't quarter do a bit. Don't ju- now you're ju- that's called jinxing it. To, now you're jinxing it to my face. To, so Katie's playing me this week in fantasy football and beating me handily. But I started. Nobody cares. I started uh, Alshon Jeffrey and he did not play famously. And so like I, my, I'm still beating you. He didn't play Ashley. He didn't play. So I'm beating you, and it's very ill, very not likely, very unlikely. There it is that uh, that you'll that I won't win. But it still is like, well, didn't he, it was unlikely that Alshon Jeffrey wouldn't play. So you're saying that with one fewer human, you still are trashing Jay. Thrashing. I'm up Jay. by thirty points. Yeah, she's beating the. There is a possibility if all the touchdowns they score are rushing touchdowns, 
and Baker throws as many picks as he did last week and or more, it could work out. But it's it'd be very difficult. It won't. This I'm not winning anything this weekend. Let's just not oh, happen. I was going to start well, with your that, Ravens one. So yeah, except well they weren't except Ravens for my, yet. my Baltimore Ravens. We're going to get to the soccer thing in a second. Yeah, we'll get there. It's fine. Let's talk. Let's about start with college Alabama. football. Uh, did LSU do anything? None of us would actually know. Should we call PG in and ask, or what do we think? Mm, did I he think. do well last week? Did people like him? What was the feedback? Oh yeah, I thought people loved him. Yeah, he's a very soothing voice. He does. He actually said he listened to it back and was like, "I got a great voice." And then he <laughs> never compliments himself. So uh, LSU beat Northwestern State sixty-five to fourteen. Didn't he say they're not going to play anybody till they play Bama? Yeah, so we'll yes. have him back when they and that's soon. Uh, they no, play Florida on October twelfth. That That's a long. big game. It looks like. Should so we, we just can... ask him if anything happened in college football? Jay, poke your head out the door and yell at him and see. Tell him to come in here. All right. While we on. wait for him, we're going to talk about a story. So, uh, I don't know if you saw Megan Rapino celebration. Back um, <laughs> I love that you can hear him. No, it's perfect. It's good. Uh, somebody on Alabama did the Megan Rapino. I couldn't tell, and a lot of people were like, "No, it's the Randy Orton." Or is that who it is? Uh, yes. Yes. Good Hail job. Me. Thank you so much. It was Najee Harris. Oh, thank you. Wow. I love oh, that. Hi, I love that. Okay, hey, Peach. Hey, buddy. Hello. Just real quick question I want to ask you. Uh, in your opinion, anything worth mentioning that happened in college football this weekend? College football this weekend. Use the mic, my darling. Um, hmm. Anything I, at all. I didn't watch a ton. Yeah, why don't you take a knee? Uh, I didn't watch a ton this weekend because wow. LSU had won 65 to 14. Right. You make a guy a college football analyst and he stops watching. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I think... This one, eh, it was a very meh weekend. Right. You get, you finally get like some of the conference play coming up. So I think this sure. coming weekend is I love conference play. Michigan <laughs> and Wisconsin. That's like 10 versus 14. We have mm. a nice top 25. SEC there. is my safe word. <laughs> Katie, means, the erotic story is later. It just means more. <laughs> it just means stop. <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. Uh, so no, uh, week two was not terribly interesting in my okay. book. All right. Um, but right, thank you so see. much. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. <laughs> College football, everybody. Pat Gunther. College football. Uh, also, there's this weird Big Brother-esque story about Alabama rolling out that app called Tide Loyalty Points, which basically just tracks fans to see how long they stay at games and then rewards them based on staying for a while. I hate it. What? What is the reward? I uh, don't get it. You want to use the mic? Do you get that? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wasn't that funny, Jay? So the students with higher point totals get better chances at SEC championship games and college football playoff tickets. Like, you get a chance to go to other games. You get a chance to potentially maybe Yeah, you get – it's what they give – because, you know, they can't give them stuff. Right. Um, Yeah, Nick Saban's been really vocal about fans leaving, and I just feel like, again, as a famous, very passionate college football fan, uh, schedule better games then. Well, nobody wants to play Alabama. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like no one wants to play the Patriots. They still got to do it. Yeah, they're forced to. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just think that it's like a once that's on your phone, correct me if I'm wrong, but this tracking app thing, can it also track you when you're not at games? 
One would think, yeah. Yeah. So it's like maybe we should be, this is like when a couple months ago when the FBI was like, want to work out like an FBI agent? Download this FBI app that'll teach you how to work out like us. And I'm like, nobody download that! <laughs> that's not what that's for! <laughs> like, okay, do push-ups, okay? Lift weights. It's That's all it's going to say. And you're going to be like, this was not worth downloading, but it's already in your phone and you're fucked. So let's not be idiots and download a friggin' app that's going to know where you are so that you can maybe get a chance to go to the college football playoff. How about that? Let's all be smarter than that. Um, oh, and then the Tim Tebow thing. I don't know if we really need to talk about it. Everybody kind of flamed him yeah, except for what Stephen he said. A. Stephen A. today was walking to his office and I had heard him screaming on his internet. I mean, on his radio show. Why did I say internet? Um, and I was like, what are you fired up about today? He's like, oh, all of it. I hate them all. And then he was like, they talk bad about my friend Tim Tebow. And I was like, what? <laughs> Not the take you're expecting. Not what I thought. And also was like, I'd watch that buddy cop movie. <laughs> oh, I would watch oh, Stephen A. Smith and Tim Tebow. And I wonder if Tim Tebow has ever passionately defended Stephen A. on anything. I would say probably not. Huh. Probably not. No. That's, I said that. I just said it. Huh. Probably not. Uh, but Tim Tebow basically had the uh, whitest take of all about college football saying that... Um, you shouldn't get paid or want to get paid even just for your likeness because you should be there for the greater good, essentially, of the team. And it's selfish of you to want money for your face on merchandise. You should let a billion-dollar institution get that money for your face because that's how a team player does it. Golick Jr. had a really good take on this. I saw it a couple different places. You can probably find it on the Internet um, from the radio show he does. But it was just basically like... I. What is this idea that selfishness with money comes selfishness? Like, I know a lot of people in college football that aren't getting paid on anything and are, I would describe them as selfish. Then we have like Deshaun Watson, a player we would all say is definitely not a selfish football player. Got a contract, gets paid. Why don't we think he's self? Like, it's the absence of or presence of money does not a selfish person make. Yeah. You can be a selfish person without it and you can be a selfish person with it. But it being there is not enough to say that it's making you selfish. And the main takeaway is, like, there are people who need that money. And Tim Tebow, if you're not one of those, that's good for you. But you have to, if you're going to speak on it in a in a broader sense, if you're going to go on television and talk about this rule... You can't just be like, my personal experience is X, so Y. It has to be like, my personal experience is X, but actually looking around me, I can see there were other people that did need that money. That like they were the ones that had the highest earning potential in their family and their family was struggling and they needed money. Yeah. So like to watch a, a, a huge organization make more money off of that that person, that player – while also every week that player is risking the ability to ever make money doing this sport is like, I don't know how you could in your right mind encourage that. We're not even talking about paying players. We're talking about letting them use their likeness to make money mm -hmm. outside of football. I thought Mina had a really interesting take, too. She said Tim Tebow is essentially saying, like, if you're taking that money, it's a me first attitude. It's like. You're being selfish and individualistic, and yet he's using an indiv individualistic approach to drive his point. She said it a lot better. I'm not on following, Twitter. but I will look for it. So she's, he's saying, like, he's, he's making it all about himself. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he's actually being selfish. He's countering his own. He's not thinking point. about anyone around him. Yeah. You're right. That's good. You got there. Sorry. Oh, look it's it up. Me. Mina's smart. No, no. You said it. It was perfect. Um, <laughs> and also, just like Tim Tebow, like, you're not known when I think of Tim Tebow. I don't think of the name of the team. 
he plays for. I think of Tim Tebow as like a singular entity oh, who has made himself into this name that transcends sport that we still talk about even though the original league he set out to be in, he's no longer in. Mm-hmm. Like we still talk about Tim Tebow. I don't know. just feels like a he's profiting off of his name and likeness, but I guess he's <laughs> selfish then. Also, uh, just real quick, the Ohio State University, they tried to trademark the word the, and they got turned down. What? So, you know, all is right with the world. Also, LeBron the James world. LeBron James got turned down trying to trademark Taco Tuesday um, with the reasoning. <laughs> the reasoning being that uh, Taco Tuesday is, quote, a commonplace term. And then apparently LeBron's people were happy with that and suggested that the term being considered commonplace was the intended outcome. And so I have one follow-up question only, and that's does LeBron think he invented Taco Tuesday? <laughs> There's He can't possibly think that. He probably uh, thinks that he, like, popularized it. I when you say it's... that... It's that was kind of the goal. I wanted it to be so popular that that I couldn't trademark it. Then that sounds to me like you think you invented it. Or, Ooh, Saturday Night Live fired Shane yeah, Gillis. Yeah, I just saw that too. Uh, <gasps> bye. Good. Bye. bye. Um, so did we ever celebrate somebody getting fired? But okay, it's oh, complicated. I, sorry, I don't think you should have gotten the job in the first place. Yeah, I don't like when I mean, SNL gets a bunch of credit for like hiring the racist and then being like, no, we won't. Like you should have done. It really was like a less than a year ago. You could have found that if you looked. That's yeah, one Google search. Um, uh, the, the Taco Tuesday thing. I wonder. Maybe I'm the only person with this take, but like, I feel like the Lego Movie did that like whole Taco oh, yeah, Tuesday thing, they and so did. I wonder if the commonplace thing is because they like want to start a Taco Tuesday thing, but didn't want to get sued by the makers of the Lego Movie, so they tried to trademark it. So that then they were like, it's commonplace. So that now they can be like, we just did this Taco Tuesday thing, and you can't sue us because it's commonplace. You know what I mean? I guess. So what is, what does that mean? Like you can put Taco Tuesday on a t-shirt and nobody can get mad at you because it's not trademarkable? Correct. Oh. Hmm. Oh. All right. Well, as lawyers, I think we should move on. <laughs> um, I had in here, since it is Monday, as I said, that the NHLPA could still opt out of their current CBA. It, within the time we got into this podcast, they chose not to. So that CBA is going to extend until, I believe, 2022. It just kind of continues on, which makes sense again as lawyers to me so i think the only thing that was exciting about the cba was the fact that they might introduce medical marijuana as an option for them but i guess they're not going to i mean they still could in 2022 okay i don't know i don't know yeah i don't get why they let's wouldn't. get to the story i'm excited yeah, sure. about. okay let's talk about soccer <laughs> because look i have told you guys about i've you followed my journey of uh, becoming a passionate liverpool fan that i now am i woke up at 7.30 on Saturday to watch the match. That is a thing I used to be like, oh, I'm a fan, but I DVR those ones. Or like, I'm a fan, but like, I'll just catch the highlights later. Now I'm like waking, I'm waking up at 7.30 in the morning. I can't wrap my head around that yep, still. Me neither, so, but I'm doing it. So I'm all in on Liverpool, we understand that. But I have yet to have been sort of uh all in on the other teams. I'm not... um you know, whereas with football, as I said famously earlier, that I don't leave the couch, I watch all the games I can. With uh, with the Premier League, it's been like, yeah, I watch my team and then I'll check up on what happened, but I'm not watching all the games. And this weekend, I just, you know, happened to turn on the North City-Man City game match, famously. Why on do the you pitch. sound like you have a laugh in your voice? Well, because Norwich just famously <laughs> was just promoted to the Premier League. Oh, so they're bad. Not good. Not great. They're not that bad. Not great. No, they're and good. Man City is the defending they got, champs. They got Pookie, who's real good. 
Um, There's someone named Pookie. I need to consider switching my allegiance. Excuse me. I'm just joking. <laughs> Actually, Norwich is a good team to pick for allegiance. I yes, have it one. would be. And I, I'm wondering why you have that take, Jay. But is it probably because Man City, the two-time defending championship champion team, uh, won, uh, lost three to two? Ooh. Yeah, that's why. That, that is why. Man. Man. City. City full of men. So on a scale of... It like, was such, anyway, wait, my final, the I point I was making. Bad that was. I know, the, the point I was making was that, like, I watched that game, and that game did it. I'm now a person who's going to watch multiple Premier League matches oh, wow. a weekend. That game was so exciting because it was a home game for Norwich. The crowd was nuts. It was intense. They took a 2-0 lead, right? It was 2-0, yeah. and then Man City scored yep. one, and then yep. they scored another, what was the order of the goals? So, yeah, so Norwich scored two. Yeah. Um, it was 2-0 by, like, the 25th, I think, minute. And then Aguero scored to make it 2-1 at the end of the first half. And then at the beginning of the second half, Nicholas Otamendi, like, gave the ball to Norwich on the goal line. And they crossed it to Pookie, and he slotted it in. So Pookie. it was 3-1. So good. 3-1. And then uh, Roger scored in the 89th minute to make it 3-2. The last five minutes were really exciting, but City couldn't do anything. Uh, but the second half was largely played out of Norwich's box. And to their credit, they were incredible at defense. And you guys dominated time of possession. Yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, they <clears throat> dominated the scoreboard. They did. So how does how's the table looking now? Like, who's at the top yeah, of let's, it? Yeah, what is it, Jay? I don't know off the top of my head. Is it five points that Liverpool is clear of Man City at the five, top? Or is five, it, five why don't you describe clear. it to me in different Liver- words? Liverpool is... Slowly. At Liverpool yeah. Football Club yeah. are at the top of the table. Woo! Top of the table! Top, top of the, the table. table! By five points. By five points! Points. They're they're five for five. Uh, five for five. Fifteen points for Liverpool. Fifteen ten, points for Liverpool. What? Ten, ten points for Man City. Ten points for Man City. Fifteen minus ten. Fifteen take away ten. Famously five points. That's I'm the, Rebecca Lowe. That's that's <laughs> the line. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it was a. Huge, How did it feel? It, well, first of all, I. I started watching the match, and one of the things that I've started to do for my own self care is during the match, I I will not look at Twitter for your, for the best for my own mental capacity, sure. especially about Instagram. If, especially if we're I didn't losing, do anything on Instagram about it. <laughs> especially if we're losing, and I, I opened it after the uh, first uh, Norwich goal, mm-hmm. and my friend Katie Nolan had tweeted <laughs> what I tweet. Canaries in the goal mine. I didn't do that. Because <laughs> Norwich City are the Canaries. Uh-huh. And, and they scored you know, a goal. It's a goal, not a coal mine. I, look, I it said was, that and was like, mm, you know I don't what? think this is going to work. But I left because but. at that point, I still had hope for yeah. my weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, And um, that hope was slowly and uh, successfully vanquished. I didn't know how that was going to go over. I, I thought about deleting it. I thought about making the joke of like, I'm trying to delete it. But it was just like a pun that felt right to me. But I'm like... As I just said, I'm a new Premier League watcher for the other teams, so I don't know if it's like, Katie, that's so played out. We've been saying that for forever. So I just like sent it into the void, and then Arlo White was like, oh, wow, that's really good. Yeah. We just got like this feedback from people that were like, oh, it was okay, good. cool. It was good. So we obviously know all of this, but the, the Premier League and the Champions League are... Two this different is different. Yeah. yeah, they're different. Champions League starts this week. It yeah. does Tuesday, which we're just updating you guys. It starts what tomorrow? You put, we do this bit when we don't actually know. Yeah, I have no idea. I know I'm you don't, but you're making Champions it sa- start. It starts on Tuesday. Great, cool. Yeah, by the time you listen to this podcast, it'll be very close to when Liverpool, yeah, who also famously won the Champions League last season, 
Uh, we'll kick off versus I Napoli. I saw someone tweet today that if you listen to our podcast and drink every time we say famously, it's a good drinking game. And I feel like with this dead. podcast alone, we, like today, you're dead. You're dead. Please don't, <laughs> don't, don't. If you're playing that game right now, please stop. Please stop playing that game. Uh, uh, before we leave the Man City story, there's one thing that I saw, which brought a little bit of joy back to my life. The, I'd love to know. The Norwich manager, it, he has like a really good face. He's just like, he was sitting on the sideline. He was mean mugging, even though his team was beating the shit out of us. And he, somebody asked him about how he would celebrate. And he said, to be honest, it was a really complicated week. And I'm happy when I'm back on my sofa this evening because I'm too old and too <laughs> exhausted to celebrate. He gets me! <laughs> we have training Sunday morning. and We have to analyze the game. So for that, I have to watch the game back. So it will be a pretty late night for me to be prepared. But hopefully on Sunday afternoon on the sofa, I can have a coffee and a piece of cake. <laughs> I love that. He totally gets me. It was, it was. And yeah. coffee yeah. in a couch. It's the three C's. Now you're living. Cake, couch, coffee. Cool. Uh, baseball story. A good, uh, all about what happens on the field. Yep. Uh, A's pitcher Mike Fires shaved his beard into a G shape after his teammates stared him too. Did you see the picture? I did. It's I incredibly mesmerizing. I wanted to live reacting on. What? I didn't. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's not just like a, a G in his chin. It's like, it starts it from uses the his whole, Go look it up. It uses his whole face Wraps as the piece the of paper. It's, wow. I can't believe no one's ever thought to do that before. Yeah, I had the same thought. Right? It's the most creative thing I've ever seen in my I life. I know. In terms of facial hair. No, ever of anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> Work on my television show. I don't love that. I don't love that. Uh, then, unfortunately, he got hurt in the second inning and had oh. to leave the game. <laughs> I just like... That's why those things are so funny to me that when you like do a dumb thing with your facial hair and then like end up having to go to the hospital, like that's what would happen to me. It's like, oh, I came to work today dressed in this silly outfit because I was feeling silly. And then like, oh, my ex-boyfriend from high school that I want to look pretty for shows up or like, oh, you have to go live because somebody, um, something really controversial happened in it. We need you to talk about Antonio Brown on around, I mean, on outside the lines and I've got my hair in pigtails and I'm like, I wish I didn't do this. <laughs> That's what that feels like to me. It's not funny. I hope he's okay. But that is uh, when you do something stupid and then you're like, oh, God, this is the worst possible day to do this. Uh, a go- the actual go look it up for this week is going to be the WNBA. Oh, um, my God. The woman from the Vegas Aces who hit that um, incredible um, like half-court shot at the end to win it. There's like a phantom cam angle that I retweeted. So you can just go to my Twitter and find it. It's an incredible shot. Incredible. After she stole the ball. Yeah. Um, and then, Jay, we've made it. We've arrived. Do we have time for the erotic news of the week? <laughs> let's, let's try it. Okay, let's. <laughs> uh, a porn company offered $10 million for the naming rights to Miami's basketball stadium this week. Uh, arena, right? Arena. Does it matter? Arena. It doesn't matter. Yeah, on Thursday, American Airlines, who are currently the sponsors of the arena in Miami, said they would not be renewing the naming rights. And a Miami-based porn company... Named what, Jay? Gosh. Which one is it? I was hoping that you would do the reading. No, which one is it? It's their their name is Bang Bros. What does that stand for? What does that mean? <laughs> is are they brothers? <laughs> do they bang each other? Oh I just need to know more and I can't Google it. Is it tell me more about these Bang Brothers? <laughs> are they like the Bash brothers in, in the Mighty Ducks? Anyway, I think that it's time for they another one. They only voicemail. shoot slap shots and they fight. <laughs> Okay, so they put in how much money to try to take ten the, million dollars? And what do they want to name it? Because uh, you forgot that part. What do they? What? What they, do these Bang Brothers want to? Brothers of Bang. They'd like to call the arena the Bang Brothers. No. Nope. What do they want to call it? 
the BBC. Okay. And that stands for what? <laughs> the British Broadcasting Channel. And that also stands for what? Bang Brothers Center. Okay, fine. And No Other Things famously stands for No Other Things. I'm so uncomfortable. I know you are, and I love it. Uh, JSC wrote here, reports and basic logic show the deal's virtually impossible to be accepted. $10 million, though, it's at least enough to make you think about it. I mean, you named your team the Heat. Oh, God. If you can't take the Heat, get out of the Bang Bros Center, you know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. So my grandfather... <laughs> Not to take the woke part of the take. Not to take out all the... Maybe we just leave it. I was going to say, there was a story a couple months ago about how famously, how little these performers in these Bang Bros cinematic pieces um, receive. (laughs) How little they're paid financially. Um, Yeah, they receive... (laughs) No! No! That's the dirtiest joke! Of all of the people. Ashley! Deposits in a different kind of bank. <laughs> there was a story about how little people make, uh, and it's interesting to me that that bang that the brothers of bang have ten million dollars to just spend on an arena. You, you, sorry. Oh, wow. Yikes. Uh, oh god, this is a terrible setup because we're about to do a thing that I am not ready for. I think we have time for one more voicemail, but before we do that, today's podcast is also brought to you by me undies. I did it again. So Ashley, I told you we're doing it this week. I felt ready. I don't think I'm ready anymore. Ashley doesn't know this song. I don't. So she won't enjoy this as much as she should. But I said a long time ago that I wanted to do Coheed and Cambria, a band with a famously high-pitched singer. Oh. Who's a man who's a bigger man, mm-hmm. but he is very high-pitched. Okay. <clears throat> the song is called A Favor House Atlantic. Okay. The band is Coed and Cambria. This is MeUndies. Oh, God, this is going to be so bad. Also, I have to sit for it? Well, no. It's a million degrees You in can here. stand up. I can't. My mic is too. It's fine. Louder, Jay. <laughs> that I smell, ah yes, it is pumpkin spice The leaves are crunchy, the breeze is crisp It's officially one-seed season And officially fall Fall means back to school, back from vacation Everything dies and it is sad. <laughs> Fall is a time to get soft. It's time to get cozy and it's time to cuddle, to cuddle up. Me undies as soft as sunnies in the world. Whoa, whoa. They know a little thing or two about that me undies. They mean they're softer than a foam on top of your pumpkin spice latte. They mean they're softer than your favorite hoodie. Softer and cozier than drinking a warm mug of hot apple cider. Softer than fall things. You get the idea, me undies. They are me undies, and they are designed. 
available in sizes extra small through four times XL. Four times XL. Beyondies just introduced five new silhouettes with a free feel collection for women. Designed with everybody type in mind and a feather light. Waistband for you to feel free. I love me undies. <laughs> they have a great offer for my listeners. For any first time purchaser to <laughs> get 15% off. Shut up. <laughs> this is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meandies.com slash nolan. That's meandies.com slash nolan. So here's the thing. I started in falsetto that I probably didn't need to do. I should have just gone for it. (laughs) Bye-bye. It's really up there. We're going to keep going. So you loved it? I am. You're going to listen to Coheed and Cambria Changed forever. Are you? Yeah. It's really hard to do with all those words. You did a a job. All right. Wow. (laughs) Let's use a voicemail. Ashley. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. It's Julia. Um, I have a question for the cage. I was wondering if you guys were to become the commissioner of any um, major league sports team for a day, what rule change would you implement immediately and why? Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. If I were commissioner – thank you for your question, Julia. Uh, If I were the commissioner of any league, it would be football. And I think the rule right now – it's probably recency bias, but the rule I would change is I think that I would make – Defensive holding, not an automatic first down. Really? Yeah, I think five-yard penalty, great. But the automatic first down, it's like there's holding on every play. And it's getting really annoying of this, like, ticky-tack penalty, like when they're going to call it, when they're not going to call it. And it's really consequential a lot of the time. Yeah. So that automatic first down, I feel like, is really annoying unless it's you know for you and then you love it but it's i don't know i i think right now that's i would seriously look at that i'd change the nfl overtime rules to what because they still think we don't know them they change they they say them at the beginning of every overtime right Uh, to remind you that for some reason the period is 10 minutes of time instead of 15 which is the duration of a quarter right um i would honestly i would just change them to the same as college which are which are everyone what they used to be, right? Sudden death? Or no? No. Oh. No. Colleges, each team gets a possession. So, what? I forget what yard line you start on. 25? 30? Yeah. One of them. It's one of the, someone will update me. But I love college football, but I'm just forgetting. Yeah. Uh, you get a possession, you either score a touchdown, you kick a field goal or nothing. 25. Then the, the 25? Yeah. Then the other team goes, and if, like, the first team scored a touchdown, they have to score a touchdown. They can't kick, you know what I mean? Like, you each get a possession. Okay. Whoever wins at the end of that possession wins. If so, you... it just bothers you that see. I don't know. Our overtime the pro overtime rules really don't don't bother me as much. They, I kind of like so the like. Arbitrary. Oh, if you have to kick a field goal, then 
it's not over. They can they can also do it. But if you score a touchdown, it's over. Like I kind of like that. But that is all. That's all generated by a coin flip of who gets the ball. Yeah. So why wouldn't you both get a shot? Yeah, I guess. I think you know why I'm saying that because I don't. Um, I don't um, go to overtime a lot, <laughs> mm-hmm. except in the Super Bowl. Um, I just got a pop-up notification just so we leave this exactly where it is. Antonio Brown's attorney says his client denies claim of sexual misconduct. This is a new one that just came out with a female artist from 2017. Oh. I believe that was reported by Clemco, right? Robert yep. Clemco. So that's that. And we will update. We're going to take a week off. <laughs> yeah. What? We're going to take a week off from talking about AB. We did a lot of it this week. Oh, yeah. But did we? Uh, that's it for this week's edition of sports. Uh, shout out to Quip, Seeky, Give Me Undies. I wish that Coheed thing went a little bit better. I think it was really good. Jay being in the other, shut up. Jay being in the other room though, like it was, the, they used to be, the music used to be louder in my headphones. It was so quiet, which it's really hard to belt out a song when the song's playing very quietly in your headphones. Well, you did a few we'll Ashley, job. stop! <laughs> shout out to Quip Seeky, give me undies, and shout out, of course, to the right time with Bamani Jones. This week, Bo is talking about Tim Tebow and his own thoughts on paying college athletes. So go listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. Honestly, there's only a few opinions I care to hear on that matter, especially because it feels like it's been talked to death. Bose is one of them. Yeah. He just always points out a thing that I'm like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Why are you laughing? Because like he tweeted. I think he quote tweeted it and was just like, LOL. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to know more. Yeah. Well, you should go listen to The Right Time with Bamani Jones. You can get it wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later uh, when you're like, wait, what did she say about Antonio Brown? Was it smart or was it really dumb? And then a third time when you're like, I need to take one more pass through because she started making one point and then she sort of went to a different one and I don't know if she ever finished it. And then a fourth time with a friend to be like, hey, come listen to this. Is this smart or is this really stupid? And then a fifth time when you're like, no, I think it was stupid. And then a sixth time when you play it for a cop and then a seventh time when I what? get arrested. I don't know. <laughs> or you can always just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way, we read and we love them like this one from con rob 93 that says quote oh my god she's a riot end quote dash steve kerr dash connor robinson <laughs> <laughs> he did say it once <laughs> and lastly don't forget you can always leave us a voicemail in the cage <laughs> at 860 say goodbye ashley bye. say goodbye jay bye bye love you mean it Bye-bye, love you, mean it! Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial-grade enterprise-level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. simplysafe.com slash Nolan.